Azania Mosaka on 702. It's 14 minutes past two and it's time for us to get into Nola Knows. You know how this works, right? You give us a call uh, on your experiences and your consumer-related questions for Wendy Nola. And Wendy's in studio today. Hello, Wendy. Hello, Aza. Oh, we're lucky this uh, time of year. Yes, it's a busy time. I'm in Joburg a lot, so it's a great opportunity to come and sit across the desk from from you. Absolutely. And today... Um, you brought with you yes. <laughs> a listener whose case will be unpacking, and that is Cheryl Mudise. Cheryl, you came in all the way from Pretoria. It's an important story. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Are you well? I am fine. Thank you. When she walked in, I said to her, what did you come here in? Yeah. <laughs> because we've looked at what happened. And broadly speaking, what we're talking about is how easy it is for someone to steal a car from a dealership. So, Wendy... How did you get involved? Where does this start? Okay, I've investigated enough of these cases um, to know that it 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 can be a piece of cake. If you look at you know in some cases there's video footage, CCTV footage, and these guys just walk in, the keys in the car, the car's just been serviced, or it's in the wash bay or something, and they get in, they drive out, and there's nothing going on at the exit booths either. There's you know you normally get a a security card or slip that you've got to hand in so yes it could be speculation it might be you know they might have some help it might but the point is that amounts it's it's a negligent act if yeah. the security fails and the dealerships are responsible in terms of the consumer protection act etc but in most cases what will happen is the dealership will say all cases actually they'll say oh so sorry you claim mm. from your insurance and okay we'll sweeten it a bit for you we'll pay your excess and maybe we'll if you've got to pay higher premiums we'll look at that a bit but you know um so why should the insurers bear that loss exactly. and in cheryl's case her insurer said um actually no there's negligence we're not paying but we're getting a bit of a ahead of ourselves yes. on this particular Let's case track a little bit yes. and get into the details stuck in the details a, a, a bit uh so Kabazela got this email from you cheryl read it and we thought damn let's send this off to to wendy i'm ashamed to say she'd actually emailed me um more than once but you know my inbox and 65 percent more or less of cases are about cars and it just i just didn't see it i just didn't open it it's a horror it's the downside of 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 being good (laughs) well of having a lot of platforms yes so so kabazela then said look at this and i went wow this is a story and i got involved at that point absolutely so cheryl this year a couple of months ago you bought your brand new Evogue. I saw the picture with you standing next to it. It's got the blue ribbon, you know, brand so new car ribbon. And she's got the huge smile. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Um, Take us back to when okay. you first got this car. All right, that's fine. So um, I purchased this um, vehicle in, in June this year from um, Jaguar in Rover Menlin. Um, and I took delivery of the vehicle on the 14th of um, June. It was the, the, the It was a Friday. Yeah. Um, I was obviously very excited, you know, to, to, um, say that I can, I, I've, I'm, you know, I finally managed to, um, acquire the car of my dreams and, and, and all of that, you know, so the excitement and all of that. Was, was it financed? Was, yes, it was financed, mm-hmm. um, by, um, NetBank, mm-hmm. um, MFC. Um, so, um, the ne- very next morning, um, I noticed that there was something 
different about the car, you know. The very next morning. Yes. Um, so this was Saturday, the 15th of June. Yeah. Um, and um, I kept wondering. Um, and as I took a closer look, um, I noticed that the rims um, on this um, car mm. were different to, to what I was shown during the, 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 the sale. Right. I immediately phoned um, the salesperson, mm. you know, um, just to check if he was aware of this. I thought maybe it was just the little mistake or something like that you know mm-hmm. and um i got hold of him on his cell phone and i just asked nicely um are you aware of this and 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 you know um so he obviously um tried to sort of dismiss it you know saying um cheryl no you must have maybe looked at the wrong car during the sale and all of that you know the mix yes. the mag rims are definitely what um we sold you and all of that you know um a few days later um so I you went, let that rest uh, no, she didn't. I, no, I, no, not not exactly. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so a couple of days later, I I went to the dealership to con uh, to collect my registration plate numbers and mm-hmm. you know the paperwork uh, and all of that. Mm-hmm. I raised it again mm-hmm. with him, and again I got the same um, excuse, you know. And uh, I then raised it with his manager, the the, the sales manager at the store, yeah. and. Um, also, he, he also um, tried, you know, to, to talk, talk me out of it and all of that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was quite firm to say I know exactly what I bought, you know. And um, he said, okay, it's fine, Cheryl. Um, we will um, try and see if we can um, exchange mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the rims mm-hmm. um, at, at the end of um, June when we receive more stock. Okay. I said, okay, fine, no problem. I got home. I put this on email to say, as per our discussion, you know, um, you did say the following. And, and, sure. And, yeah. That's what I always advise. Give yeah. a verbal, put it down and say this as discussed. And then if they don't contradict it, then that stands as a record of what actually happened. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, a few weeks went by and um, I think around... 8 July or so, Yes, I decided to follow up to say, um, um, I, I haven't heard from you. You did say end of June you will assist and all of that. I did not get a response to that mail. Um, I waited a few days. I kept following up. Eventually, yes, he yes. comes back to me saying, um, I've, I've been on leave and, 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 you know, but we can only... Um, uh, assist um, in August, you know. So when did the mechanical problem start? So that started, um, I think it was on the 17th of July. Okay. Um, I was on my way to work. It was around just before seven in the morning, you know. Mm. Um, I The car just suddenly refused to start, you know, and I had only had the car for four weeks, you know, at that sure. time. So it was still, it was still fairly new. Brand no, new. Fairly, new. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I really battled, you know, and at some point it did start. And, 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 and but as soon as I, I, I got to a point where I needed to like stop the car, you know, with the auto on and off um, yeah. start, it mm-hmm. would just die there. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and um, you know, I would put my foot on the accelerator. It still wouldn't, Nothing. you know, and uh, I really battled. Um, the car comes with this button that um, you can press and it connects you directly to um the roadside assist. assist. Yeah, uh-huh. the, the Jaguar and Rover um, roadside assist. That button did, didn't work either, you mm. know. So I had to use my cell phone to contact roadside assist to tell them this is the problem. And, and, and you know, but long story short, um, eventually they, they um, decide to um, have their car towed in. Yes. So that they could have a look. And what I was told initially was that um, they, they suspected that the 
the key of, of, of the vehicle was not correctly aligned to, to the, to the le- car okay. so that communication could not um, establish, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I was told initially that they were going to need to book the car in so that um, they could reprogram the keys and, and, okay. and all of that, you know. So um, a, a lady that was assisting me from um, the workshop actually um, did mention that, you know, um, when we send a tow truck um, through to pick up the vehicle, yes. please make sure that you um, give them both sets of, 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 the, of, of keys. the keys so okay. that we can re, um, re, reprogram um, both sets. So this okay. becomes relevant later. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, so they but take then the car. They take the car in, but then again, th- there was so many other issues, you know, that I experienced even in that, you know, because they would say the car is booked in, you know, um, for, for collection at this particular date and time and that didn't happen i had to go back and follow up to say guys you said you were sending somebody to fetch the car at this time and mm. you know so there, were, there were a lot of issues you know that mm. that i wish i had the time to actually explain Unpack in detail you yeah. know in terms of the bad after sale service that i experienced mm. you know but um in the interest of time i'll just try and, and you know basically summarize sure, everything sure. but the, the 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 customer service was horrible you okay. know so um Eventually so the, the car, car, yeah, eventually the car gets taken in, yeah. you know, it's, it's booked in and everything. And I recall, um, that same morning when they, they, they collected the vehicle from my house, I wrote an email to the sales manager saying that my car has been towed into your dealership. Please, please, please make sure that it gets attended to because I need it back as soon as possible. You sure. know, I remember, I remember I needed it for, for a trip that I had that weekend, you know. Okay. And um, he promised that, no, don't worry, Mrs. Mudise, I'll make sure that um, the guys attend to the vehicle sure. ASAP and you'll have it back within the shortest time possible. Mm. That didn't happen. Mm. Um, the car lied there for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. No communication, no feedback, no update, nothing. Three days later, I decided to follow up, you know, to say yeah. what's happening, yeah. where am I getting the car back and all of that. And then um, some gentleman called me from, from their workshop. Yeah. He said to me that um, they had uh, put the car um, on a diagnosis machine or something and it, 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 the machine revealed that there was a wiring problem with okay. the car. You okay. know? And that's when I completely lost it to say, I mean, this is a brand new car, you know, and I can I cannot be sitting with wiring problems, you know, in only four weeks, yes. you know. And a car that and costs 800,000, right? It's actually more than that, Ezra. It's oh. actually more than um, 800,000. The car was, um, the total invoice amount was 980, oh. which was then discounted to 965. Okay. So that's like close to a million, mm. you know. Mm. And um, you, you really do not expect, you know, um, these kind an of array of problems presented by a brand new car, you know. So take me to the moment where you get a call from the SAP. Well, all right. Because that was after the second time it was taken in for another oh, mechanical breakdown. The there were, were two, ta- two occasions. No, no. Oh, it, broke down, it broke down once. Yes. And they took it in oh. and then um, they did say that it had been repaired and everything. Okay. But then I tried to explain to them that I oh, cannot I take that this vehicle mm. the way, but I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> I'll get to that in a moment. So I tried to make them understand that, you know what, I no longer feel safe driving this car. You know, I mean, a wiring problem is a very serious problem. You know, the last thing I want is to have my children in this car and it blows up in my face. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't mm-hmm. want to subject mm-hmm. my family to, to any of that. Mm-hmm. So I told them it's a safety issue. Take and not back. only that, yeah. you know, the, 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 the after sale customer service has been so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to continue this relationship because I can see I will keep having problems with, with, with this car sure. and the service. You sure. know, as well 
So they refused to understand um, all of that. And um, during the ongoing disputes, I received um, a phone call. Mm-hmm. It was on Women's Day. I was away um, on, on holiday. I was in um, Zimbabwe with a group of friends for, mm-hmm. for the um, Women's Day long um, weekend. Mm-hmm. And then this is when I received a phone call from the police. And um, they said to me that they phoned you regarding a vehicle that they have recovered in Soweto, mm-hmm. you know. And they went on to say it's a it's a Land Rover, you know, this color. And, 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 and I said to them, I think you got the wrong person. Yes. Um, you know, I was actually very dismissive. And, and I, you know, I, I felt like they were no, cause to wasting you, my time you or taking your chances. Car, yeah, where your car is. Exactly. It's and I told the them, I told them, sorry, I think you've got the wrong person. Yeah. My car is at the dealership. It's yeah. in for repairs, you know. And I, I even ended the call. I put the phone down. I was, oh, I was really dismissive. Yeah, yes, you yes. know. And then my phone rings again. This time, um, it's a male. Um, he says to me, um, please don't put the phone down. We, this is the police calling and we've got this car. And when we check on the system, it's reflecting your details, your, your, you know, they confirmed all those details, my, you know, all, all those things, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, that, that's, this is when I started to sort of like panic and wonder what exactly was happening, you know. So I said to this guy, cause I could see he was calling from a, a cell phone. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it, it was a cell phone uh, number, an OA2 number or something. I said, you know what, let me call you back, you know, because at this point I'm, I'm like confused, mm. you know, I'm thinking, so did you call it's the dealership possible. to say, where's my car? I did. Um, I, I first contacted Netstar, you know, uh, and I asked for, um, I asked them, I asked them to check, you know, um, the, the, the location. location of the vehicle mm. just to see. Mm. And, you know, they told me they're not picking up signal. You know, yeah. and they they went on and on checking a few times, and they said, "No, we're not picking up okay. signal." And I, I I was like, yes. you know, so what was the, the dealership's response? Because there's still so much more to get through, and we've got to also yes. take calls. So, so I want to um, get to yeah, because there's the ombudsman. I managed <laughs> to get hold of the the salesperson that sold me the car. Called right. him uh, on his cell phone. I said. Listen, I'm getting this phone calls from um, the, the, the police and this is what they're saying, what's going on. And this is when he says to me, um, but we, we gave the car to, to the person that was sent by your, your husband or something, you know, something to do with, with husband. My, my husband phoning them, making arrangements to, to collect the car and all of that. And I'm like, what? Mm. You know? So I asked him, I mean, how come I was not contacted, you know, when any of this happened, you know, um, and, and, you know, some excuse was given to me to say, but this person had all the details, wada, wada, wada. So we were really sure that this was your husband and, 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 you know. What's so your husband's name? Um, my husband, <laughs> his name is Michael. And this person incidentally said what? Tim. Tim Mudise. <laughs> Mudise. Yeah, he said he was Tim Mudise. Uh, my husband's name is not Tim. My yes. husband's name another, is Michael. I mean, I mean. And you are the registered owner of the vehicle. You are their client and you don't make one phone call. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. To, the, to nothing. say, I've, please give my husband, mm-hmm. the, well, I've yeah. given him permission to yeah. collect yes. my car. I, can you imagine if it, if it, I don't know, it just seems very paternalistic to me. Yes, <laughs> it is. So I come back from um, my vacation and that um, Monday morning, I, I, I was so confused as I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think. And um, the first thing I did was I contacted my insurer, you know, to say, this is what's happening. I informed the bank that's financing the vehicle, you know, to mm-hmm. say, this is what has happened and all of that. Um, the lady that was assisting me from, from the insurance um, company was was sort of like, 
she she even said, you know what, I don't know what to tell you, but let me speak to my manager, find out what what needs to happen, and I'll come back to you. Within minutes, she did come back to me, and she advised that um, I go to um, the nearest um, SUPS office yes, yes. and um, obtain a case number so that they could have the matter investigated. Mm. So I decide on my way to the police station, let me first stop by the dealership, you know, try and understand exactly what happened, you know. And uh, I went there. Um, the sales manager as well as the sales um, person were not available but I did manage to have an opportunity to to speak to the the dealer principal Mm -hmm. you know and um I, I, I will I will never um forget, you know, um how I was treated. You know, um he was very dismissive. He seemed not even interested, you know, in, in assisting me because I got there and introduced myself as Cheryl Mudise and I expect him to immediately make the connection, you know, because we had exchanged so many emails mm. and I mean um the car disappeared, you know, it's under the account. But he treated it like thing. it was nothing, yeah. you know. And I said to him that um, I just needed to understand what happened to the car. And he tells me he doesn't know. He wasn't there that day. He tells me I wasn't here when the car disappeared. So I I really don't know, you know. And that really hurt, you know, Mm. to say I'm spending my heart and money on this vehicle. And it just disappears under their custody. And then I'm told they don't know, Mm. you know. So he did say that he was going to, uh, I asked that he finds out, you yeah. know, what happened and then comes back to me. He said, it's fine. I'll come back to you later this afternoon. That afternoon, he sends me an email and this is where he confirms, you know, in writing that um, a gentleman contacted them, told them um, he was my husband and he seemed to have all the details about the vehicle. He knew that I didn't want it back. He knew about the mechanical issues. He had like the full story. Wow. So they, they, they did what any reasonable person would have done, you know, to give him this, the, the car. In their view, they were, con- they were convinced yeah. that he was indeed my husband. Okay. And I asked them, but why was I not contacted? Absolutely. You know, it's you a know, fair in, question. In this, it's a know? fair question. Yes. So, Cheryl, so, we've got to take headlines. And okay. after this, we'll deal with your entry, Wendy, into the saga. <laughs> because there's the insurer, of course, who has their own position on this matter. The dealership, which feels that they, it's not their responsibility, it happened to claim from your insurance. And of course, Cheryl, Cheryl Medusa, the owner of the car, who wants accountability and for something to be done around this mechanically faulty car. And of course, this harrowing incident of having it being stolen in the manner that it was. Sanya Mosaka on 702. Right, and we're back with our consumer conversation joined by Wendy Nola in studio and Cheryl Mudise, who is at the heart of the story. And Wendy stepped in to help her regarding her Land Rover Evogue, which was stolen from the dealership, and she's been recounting details. Um, Mr. Tugazi on Twitter says, uh, this Land Rover story, though, with lots of exclamations, I'm a previous Land Rover owner, sold the car as soon as it got to five years. I could not see myself regularly going to war with them on the other side of the Moto plan. They are really uncaring. That's the experience I'm sure has had. So, um, Cheryl, let's go through where the car uh, was missing. You got the reaction, the very poor reaction from the dealer principal who simply clearly did not have a grip of the severity of this problem or acted ignorant about it. Um, and then you had the insurer, your mm-hmm. insurance, suggested yes. a meeting with the three of you, which Land Rover 
um, declined to be a part of? It was actually not the insurer, but the bank. The bank. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, okay. at some point I, I approached the bank, you okay. know, I managed to have a meeting with them, you know, to, to say this is what's happened and yes. what, what do we do now? They, they tried to arrange a meeting, you okay. know, for the three parties, myself, the, the bank, as well as the dealership. The dealership turned the meeting, um, down. They said they were not willing to have this meeting unless they've had an opportunity to assess the vehicle. Yes. And, and see what the damages were and where we and everything. So, oh, this um, is when it had to be told then to them. Yes, this was before it was told back to the okay. dealership. Yeah. So, um, the bank then, um, asked that I make arrangements, you know, for the vehicle to be, um, cause at this point it's, it's sitting at the, the police pound in, okay. in, in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And based on the, po- the, the, the feedback that I received, you know, from the, 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 the um, police officers that re- recovered the vehicle, the, the same thief that, that actually took the, the, the car from the dealership actually also experienced some mechanical problems. A stolen car getting mechanical problems. Yes. So stuck. they, they, they basically said to me, this was the police, they said to me that when they got to the, 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 the crime scene, there was a tow truck next okay. to the vehicle, you know, so they were basically in the process of, of having the car Recovering towed. It, yeah. okay. Yes, because it was refusing to start and doing all sorts of funny things. You know? So let's move forward then because the keys become relevant again. Mm-hmm. So it's being towed now to Land yes, Rover eventually it's from the towed, pound. It's towed, it's towed back from the pound to, to, to Land Rover. It gets there. I receive a phone call from the same woman that was assisting me um, from the workshop, you know, when we were booking the car yes, in and yes, everything. Yes. She is now requesting mm-hmm. the keys from me to say, um, Cheryl, the, the vehicle is here, but where are the keys and everything? And I'm wow. like, but, you know, the whole thing just didn't make any These sense. These are the same keys you gave to them? These are, yes. Oh. I, you know, after they instructed me. Furious. Both, both keys. You know, to, to, to do so, yes. Okay. Um, and at this point, I'm now also trying, you know, to be civil and see if we can maybe find a way forward and all of that, but they're not interested. They refused to share the, the, the um, telephone recordings with me. They refused to share the, the, the um, video footage. They told me this was the property of Jaguar Londra and they're not going to release it to me and, and, and anything like that. So I haven't seen the, vid- the video footage. I haven't le- had an opportunity to listen to the recordings or anything. They're refusing to, to actually tell me what happened because the, I, I believe that I at least deserve an explanation you know, after what happened. Yeah. Um, so they, they also went f- further. They made a claim to your insurer. So, so yes. yeah, the, the damages were extensive. This car like was what? stripped. 112,000 rands worth, worth of damage. That was the repair sure. quote. Yeah. So, so now this was, they, they applied on Cheryl's behalf without her knowledge. Oh, yeah. This is the part. Not, they aren't the client, she is, but, and, and then pick, sorry. Cheryl, so they're telling the story. On so, behalf of a client. So, <laughs> it's very, um, and, so basically the, the insurer, um, did have the matter investigated. You know, they got a service provider to look into the matter and, and, and get to, to the bottom of it, you know, and what was um, the conclusion of the investigation? Three to four weeks yeah. and the findings were, um, that, um, they, you know, they, they, they provided an entire, um, report, you know, but they also put like sort of a summary on the body of the email, you know, mm-hmm. with three bullet points that mm-hmm. were very, um, you know, like quite straight to the point. Um, it said that, um, the vehicle was collected from the owner's premises after it refused to start. That mm-hmm. was one. Mm-hmm. Two, um, the vehicle was collected from the dealership by, um, persons unknown to the owner of the car. 
three, um, the owner of the vehicle did not give permission, you know, to 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 have the car so collected. It's negligence. So which yes. is not covered. On that note, they did say because this is negligence, we're not going to cover the claim wow. and 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 all of that. They did make the dealership aware, you know, um, after the dealership submitted a mm. quote, mm. you know. To um, the insurer with without me even knowing about it. I know? think they were trying to pull a fast one there. Yeah. So this is where you went to the ombudsman. You posted on Hello Peter yes, this is and the works and yes. tried to get hold of emailing to me. Wendy. So what was the so, initial? So and I know you can't get involved if it's with the ombudsman, but this they is did the thing. conclude. I I was once I did become aware of it and thought, well, this is quite a story. I knew because I've been doing this for so long that if you go to the dealership, whatever, while the case is with Myos or the motor industry, but they will say we're not going to comment, and it's, it's subjudicate basically a form of that. We're not going to comment until that process is complete. So, um, I was actually talking to Cheryl, and suddenly it, I said, "Let me know as soon as it did," and and she received it within an hour of us chatting, and um, it was curious because it. The recommendation was that the dealership be allowed to repair the car, mm. um, and um, you know because that's what warranties are for, whatever. And there was no mention of the main event that is the the, the theft of the vehicle. Um, and I thought that's odd because it's so material. It is. Um, and so I got hold of the ombudsman and I said, "There's something not right here." Mm-hmm. And this, this is I sent him, you know, Cheryl's full story and whatever and he said um oh that information wasn't available so what happened to that part of the yes. the complaint i don't know but suffice to say they issued a a, a revised recommendation they withdrew the first initial one from the dealership and from cheryl so the dealership must have thought okay this is great it's gone our way and then a second one came basically saying that um they sided with Cheryl and said that, um, just trying to find it in my notes here, that basically that they must take the car back, they must refund Cheryl's deposit and settle with the bank. And because of the nature of the case, because mm. there was, you know, the, the car being taken without Cheryl's consultation or anything, that um, usually in these cases they deduct from the settlement, they deduct a certain percentage to cover the owner's usage of the car, yes, right? Yes, Um And they said under the circumstances that should be waived. So she should get a full refund and the um, sure. and then they can do what they want with the vehicle. And they've got 15 days to, to do this. Uh, 15 working days. I think yes. it's 15, 15 working, working days. days. And what's happened so far? Have they refunded you? Nothing. I How many days are we since, on now? Um, so this is day two. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, are you relieved? Well, it's not quite um, over, but... Yeah, well, um, to be quite honest, um, I, I'm not even sure how I feel, as I, I'm going to be honest. Mm. This whole um, experience has just been traumatic, you know, so I'm, I'm still quite overwhelmed, uh, and, you know, and and confused yeah. and, and Shocked you know... that this is how business is done. Yes, and, and, and to, be, to, be, to be honest, you know, um, I do understand that um, cars do break down or things do go wrong at, at, at some point, you know, but it's how I was treated, yeah. you know, you know that yeah. that really makes me angry you okay. know i believe this could have been handled better you know after the, the 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 repairs were done and everything they could have you know said to 
me that, you know, take the car back and, and let's see what happens. You know, we give you that assurance to yeah. say that we've, we've gone an extra mile to try and have it fixed and everything. And we promise you that you will have the, the yeah. comfort and yeah. the peace of mind. They didn't do that. Instead, I, I was told. A luxury car, you would yeah. expect extremely, like, just outstanding luxury service. service. Yes. So Instead, I was told, um, that, um, Cheryl, um, we couldn't have possibly known that the car has got, um, a vehicle, uh, I mean, a mechanical defect. We, this is why it's under warranty in the first place. Mm. You know, so, so that was okay. quite disturbing to say, I mean, how, how, how do I continue driving a car that will keep on breaking? And I'm told there's warranty. Bring it back. We fix this warranty. You know, mm, it's, mm, it's, mm, it's just mm. not right. No, it's not right at all. We do need to take a break. Bongi, I see your call, uh, because you've also had an incident at a dealership. This really sheds light on what happens. It begs a lot of questions about what happens when you've given your car to the dealership. With the hope, with the thinking or understanding that they are going to re- to look after it, that it is in, that it is safe under their care. And meanwhile, it gets stolen. There's an incident that happened with Bongi's car, who's given us a call. We'll chat to her after the break. Seven oh two. Azania's on Twitter. At Azania underscore. It's twelve minutes to three. We went through uh, um, Cheryl's story at great length, and now we're taking your calls. Bongi, you're calling us from Midrand. Uh, something happened to your car when it was in with the dealership as well. Hi. Yes. Hi. How are you? Good, Bongi. Yes. I'm gonna be very short and quick, though the story is long. But I'm gonna try by all okay. means to cut it short. My car, BMW was broken. The guy came to tow my car. I went with him to his workshop. He asked me to pay him 18,000 rand, which I paid. There was a problem with the engine. He took my car in March. July, my car is still not back with me. August, I went there personally to fetch my car. I could see my car is not right, but I said, rather let me have my car than leaving my car with him. Paying him 18,000. When I came back at home, the car was broken. On the road, I was not working well. I was, it was bad. Now I decided to get someone to come and check what's wrong with my car because I already paid 18,000. The first thing the guy that could say was, lady, this engine is not for this car. Oh. <gasps> now, when I tried to phone this guy to tell him he doesn't answer my calls, I went to a small claims court to claim my 18,000. He said he will only pay me 100 rand a month. That's he hasn't got money. Mm-hmm. And I must give him back his engine. He will give oh, me audacity. Now I'm losing now. So I, is I, this... I, I, you don't know. Bung, is this a, a private mechanic or was yeah. this a, a, through the dealership, through a In BMW OEM? You know what? The, 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 the mechanic is powers. He's got even the quotation. He's got the, the logo, you know, the letterhead. Oh. Oh, that sounds very dodgy to yeah. me, I must say. Yeah. I think, I think. And when I went there, there were a lot of BMWs, so it gave me an impress that, oh, uh, you can fix the car. Mm, he's got my mm. 18,000, he's got my engine, I'm sitting with the wrong engine. Imagine if I get arrested with this engine. Oh, okay, I'd yeah, love yeah. you to send me an email and include the small claim court ruling if you have it in writing. Do you have some proof that the small claim? I've got, I've got. Have okay. You? So when you stay on the line, yeah, and my producer will, will talk to you about linking a, up with Wendy. If it's a, a proper company operating, then goodness me, let's we need to do the story. See, yeah, and see what kind of recourse. Let's go to King quickly. Um, hello, King. Hi, Azain. Uh, your guest, how are you? Well, good. Welcome, King. Yes, I own a Range Rover. Mm. And uh, I had an issue with the car. One day it stopped in the middle of the road. I took it to a dealership. Are we able to mention which dealership or not? 
Uh, I prefer you not at this stage because okay. I haven't had All a chance right. to investigate. Yeah. Jaguar Land Rover. I've taken it there. They they tried to fix the car twelve times. Oh. Yeah. These are the owners of the vehicle. Twelve times I've taken it. Cost me over hundred thousand rand. Oh. So the last time there was an issue with the water bottle. It kept boiling. I said to them, guys, this is a new car. Why is it doing that? Mm. They said, no, the sensors inside have a problem. We need to change the water bottle. I took it there. They changed the water bottle, which cost me 10,000 rand. I took the car. After two weeks, I was on my way to the airport. One o'clock in the morning, I got stuck on the middle of the highway. One o'clock in the morning. I got the car towed back to them. They looked at it. They said, no, the engine is blown because water mixed with oil. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. They no. said, no, you washed your engine. I said, no, I didn't. You guys did not tie. When they investigated, they said, no, one of the bolts was not tied properly. Yes. The bottle replacement. Oh, my now goodness, King. 300,000. No, it's nightmare. such a nightmare. What a nightmare. Um, thank you for your call. But, Wendy, who's responsible? I need. To, we need to okay. know. When we give so, our cars to the dealership, yes. what, what should we In a nutshell, expect? I've got lots of lengthy legal opinions and from the motor industry ombudsman and, and consumer lawyers and the consumer goods and services um, ombudsman. Essentially, it is a reasonable expectation that the keys should be locked away, first of all, in a safe place um, with a responsible person and that the perimeters of the premises of a car dealership should be secured to control access and obviously minimize theft. Mm -hmm. So, as I was saying, if a gang of robbers, armed robbers, bursts in, that's not negligence. There's very little any operation can do about that. But we're talking about negligence. I've covered three of these cases in a lot since 2017. This is the third. Yeah. And of course, that's just me, one reporter. I mean, it's obviously happening on a bigger scale than that. Sure. And in all cases, there was negligence. So in the one case, it was a Toyota Fortuna and it was left. Um, it the had been serviced. Inside. It had been left in an area three stories down with the keys. And oh. this person walks in the video show him, walks in, sits for a while, drives out. No one says anything. Drives oh. through the access thing. No, no, not stopped. Yes. So when there's negligence, it's not okay. No matter what sign indemnity they put on the on the on the dealership wall, um, they are indeed um, negligent mm. and they are responsible. So mm. it is not okay for them to say claim on your insurance. If the person wants to, that's fine. What they do is they magnanimously then say we'll pay your excess or we'll because now your premiums go up obviously, so and then we'll we'll help you with with, we'll, with a premium or we'll extend your warranty or whatever. But but that's. They are responsible for actually putting you back in the position that you were. So getting you a similar car, right. paying you out, whatever it is. Yes. So when a car is, and it's not just when cars are stolen, and some are recovered and some are not. And the two of the cases, the two other cases, Cheryl's was recovered because it broke down. Yeah. But but <laughs> in the really. other two, um, the cars were never recovered, right? Um, so now you've got no car to repair, and it's a case of replace the car. Or claim on your insurance, which they didn't want to do. But mm-hmm. it's also often more commonly, I've done many more cases that are involve um, damage. So they'll mm. be test driving the car or something happens in the dealership itself. And the same thing, claim from your insurance. It's not okay. Yes. It's not, it's not legally defensible. What's the uh, insurer's attitude? So in this case, in Cheryl's case, they did find that it was negligence and which was not covered yes. in her policy. So. Exactly. And in the other case, I don't know who the insurer was with the Fortuna. Mm-hmm. That, um, they didn't want me to go ahead with the case because they, they made a deal with the dealership, but, okay. but, uh, they did claim on their insurance. So they didn't find negligence, but it was clearly, I mean, that was when there was CCTV footage. Um, but they got sweetener deals. Their, war- their warranty was extended. In the case of the guy with the Bucky, um, he unfortunately, 
um, he didn't have a tracker installed. Oh, and that just, again, we've done that yes, story. Yes. It was King Price, incidentally, and they said, we'd love to help, but the dealership's responsible. Yeah. Dealership uh, said, uh, no, we, we're not. They were quite arrogant about it, actually, in that case. I published the story mm-hmm. in the Sunday Times, and I heard afterwards it actually had... Mm. Um, Done right by the, they had replaced it, right. which is good to know. But but they are, you know, it, legally, if They're there's negligence, you leave your you, the CPA says you 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 leave your equipment, your your property in the hands of a of a company. They have they they are obliged to exercise um, reasonable care and Absolutely. diligence. Yeah, and right. if they don't, they're responsible. So let's come back to you asked a couple of questions of Land Rover. Yes, so which I, they haven't, they they hadn't responded before we came on air. They hadn't responded to me. I asked, "How was the thief able to do this? Why did you submit a claim to Hollard without uh, Cheryl's knowledge or consent? And do you intend, most importantly, to follow Myosa's the ombuds recommendation in this matter?" Mm-hmm. I've just checked, which is to pay within sixteen days, fourteen, fifteen, 15 working days. days. Um, I. Um, I just checked. I did say we were going to be discussing the incident on the show in the context of what what happens in these cases, who's responsible. Mm-hmm. However, um, the Time Select uh, digital news site um, did uh, run the story just today, yeah. and um, they got a response from the dealership. Um, a spokesman said a manufacturer does its best to ensure quality control, but sometimes it happens that um, – a feature requires attention, and it's, in this instance, the starting problem uh, was diagnosed as something to do with the starter motor, which is not something you were told, I don't think. Um, it, under warranty, the starter motor was not repaired. It was replaced about giving the vehicle to the wrong person. He said there was extensive communication. Cheryl says she was told there were 11 phone calls between the dealership and someone who identified himself as her husband with regard to the content of those communications and the following and questioning of the driver sent to collect the car, our client had good grounds to believe mm. that the person who collected the car was authorized to do so. So I don't know how you can say that without phoning the actual owner. Exactly. Once. Exactly. They take no responsibility in any part so of the story So I did try saga. to get their comment on the on the uh, Ombuds ruling and all the rest and what they plan to do with it. I also copied the... the um, Email incidentally to Land Rover South Africa, who, when Cheryl put her complaint on, I think it was Hello Peter, yeah. a- approached her and offered to pay, and this is important to mention, the 112,000 Rand repair bill, so she would get her car back at no cost to her. But now, I mean, the trust is completely broken of down, course. and this car was extensively damaged. She paid as financing a million Rand's worth of car plus finance mm-hmm. to her. It was just too much on top of the original mechanical problems, and I quite understand her stance. Unfortunately for her, but agreed. And so fortunately, she said. didn't give in to that offer because this, what yes. the ombud is now instructed is a Vindicated far better. Her. Yes. Yeah, far, yeah. far better. Good on yeah. you, Cheryl, for that. A couple of people actually want to know which, which Land oh, Rover. It's not a secret because we have given them the right of reply and it's published on Times Select uh, today. It's the um, uh, Jaguar Land Rover dealership in Menlin. Mm, right? Mm. Yes. Uh, mm. It's a part of the CMH group. Wendy, thank you for stepping in uh, and helping resolve this. And because what the ombud found was not satisfactory. And once they had the added details about the theft and some of the other aspects that came up, uh, obviously they were able to find much more favorably in Cheryl's favor. Cheryl, good on you for fighting the good fight. 
from the mag wheels, from the very get-go, not lying down and accepting what we often could perceive as the Goliath, the big guy, the big company, uh, uh, and not uh, just accepting what they're offering and insisting on our rights. So good on you for, for, for certainly doing that. It, I know it's been painful. It has. It's been it has painful. It's been a traumatic experience. Sure, yes, sure. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you, Aza. Thank you. What a resolution. What a story. Lots of you clearly um, quite shocked and disgusted and not just the kind of service Cheryl received, but of course what potentially can happen to our cars once we entrust them to a dealership.